You're listening to the Whatcom Report, a Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce program in partnership with KGMI. Good morning, and thanks for joining us on the Whatcom Report. The Whatcom Report is a program of the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce in partnership with KGMI News. As this is our first show of 2024, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. We have a new year and a new host on the show. My name is Dylan Dean Boyle, and I am the president and CEO of Visit Bellingham, Whatcom County. We are the nonprofit destination marketing organization for Bellingham and Whatcom County with the mission of raising awareness of our area for year-round visitation, from leisure travel to business, to sports and recreation, and everything in between. You can find out more on things to do, places to see, and unforgettable experiences at bellingham.org. I am absolutely thrilled to be one of the excellent rotating co-hosts here on the Walk-In Report, and I'll be talking about all things travel and tourism and how the tourism economy directly benefits our local community. Today, I'll be joined by John Purdy, Executive Director of the Mount Baker Theater, to talk about this amazing local asset. From the rich history to experiencing the theater yourself, we'll cover it all. So grab a cup of coffee and join us after the break. <laughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure from Max Strength Daytime Relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. Dayquil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure. The daytime, non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hmm, roof leaking. It would appear. The same roof you were going to call Jostin's Roofing about last summer? Yeah. Now what? Could you just hand me a mop? Sure, if you think you're going to use it now or wait till next year. <laughs> Sorry. A leaky roof? It's no laughing matter. Go to jostinsroofing.com to schedule a free estimate. You don't have to wait till summer. Jostin's Roofing will keep you dry and leak-free all year long. Spelled like Justin's. Visit J-O-O-S-T-E-N-S. Jostinsroofing.com. Tuning into the high school football game. Monitoring the incoming storm. They say what I think, but smarter. Catching your favorite talk show. These are just few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. And AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you and your family safe in dangerous times. Visit wearebroadcasters.com to learn more and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI. Welcome back. I am joined this morning by John Purdy, Executive Director of the Mount Baker Theater, located in downtown Bellingham. Thanks for joining us, John. Happy to be here this morning, and I uh, really look forward to the conversation. Me as well. So we are going to talk today about all things Mount Baker Theater, from the rich history of the theater, to experiencing shows and performances, to how the theater is part of the overall tourism experience in our area. But first, we want to get to know you a little bit, John. So just briefly, can you tell us about your background and how you got to the Mount Baker Theater? Uh, yeah, even on early morning, sometimes brevity is not my strength. But I, uh, I grew up in Washington. I grew up in Lake Quinault over on the Olympic Peninsula. And I went to college at Western. And then I got involved with college student housing. And so when I graduated Western, I, I worked at um, different schools for about 15 years and came back to Bellingham in two, um, 2006. And um, then I started volunteering at the Bellingham Theater Guild and started doing fundraising for them. And then um, I got a call from the um, past executive director, Brad Burdick, and he asked me if I wanted to be considered for a development job here. And I threw my hat in the ring and then 
ended up getting that job and then Brad retired and then I um, was lucky enough to step into the role. So that's kind of my short history of how I got here at the theater. That's great. And I feel like the story of people coming and discovering Bellingham through going to school at Western Washington University and staying is a is a very, very familiar one. Yeah, I knew when I took that job at Western that that was the end of it because there was no way I was getting my wife back out of this town. And uh, yeah, where do you go from here? Down. That's great. And what is one thing, you know, so far in your tenure that you're really proud of since you've taken over? And also, how long have you been at the theater? Yeah, so I started here like in 2016 um, and um, I was development director for like four years and then um uh, then I, I took over as executive director in January of 2020. Um, so, uh, you know, surviving COVID, I guess, could be one of my proudest achievements. Um, that wasn't an easy thing to do, but luckily the community loves this place um, and just um, chipped in and made sure that we could make it keep going. But one of the things that allowed us to do is really sit back and look at what we were doing. And so I guess my my Sense of Pride really is about the expanded programming that we do. We brought back movies to the theater, so we do more movies ourselves now. Um, we do Star Wars on May the 4th every year now, and we do like Rocky Horror Picture Show and, and Hocus Pocus, so a lot of cult classic kinds of stuff. Um, and then we did a lot of more programming on our Irene and Harold Walton theater. Um, and so we do lookout sessions in there now and out of the box sessions in there. So we've really expanded the kind of programming that we bring to our community. That's wonderful. As we know, it probably does actually go without saying that the Mount Baker Theater is very steeped in, in history. Can you give listeners a history lesson about the theater? Yeah, uh, you know, the, the short pitch on that is that we were built in 1927. So we're getting ready to celebrate our 100th birthday in, in 2027. Um, it was an opulent, uh, you know, 1920s, right? So it is that kind of roaring 20s kind of idea. Um, it was a vaudeville stage. It was a, a silent film palace with um, with a fully state-of-the-art functioning pipe organ to go with the silent films. And so then that was all wonderful. It survived World War II and all the other things that went on past that. Um, um, but then by the time you got into the 70s, you know, 1,500 seats, it was hard to get people to go to a movie. And so um, the movie company at that time had kind of let the place run down um, in our town swooped in in 1983 and bought the theater from a theater company. And so they formed a nonprofit to run the theater. And so um, then over the next 40 years, we invested like $16 million into renovating the place, restoring the place, expanding the place, enhancing the place. Um, and so uh, that's, that's how we got here today. And I do know that the Mount Baker Theater is very unique for a theater that is as old as it is there aren't very many of those that are left in this country that are in the kind of shape it is so can you just kind of talk about how unique that that part of the Mount Baker theater is yeah absolutely you know uh the same architect that designed the Bellingham Towers uh is the is the guy who did our space uh, Mr. Reamer um he also designed the Fifth Avenue theater down in Seattle he also designed the lodge at Lake Quinault Lodge I didn't know that until I went home to visit and all of a sudden they had like some flying drawings like framed on a wall somewhere and I'm like I know that name um so he did some other um like um uh you know like lodges around other national parks as well but there's very few of them because it was the 20s right at, there, at one time in the 20s there was seven theaters um in Bellingham and one would wonder why. Well, there was no television yet. And so if you wanted to go out, that you know, they went to the theater. And so, but we were always the most opulent of them. And so we're the one that survived um, out of the town. And that's kind of the story around the country, right? They just kind of like, well, literally they were kind of a dime a dozen and then nobody really cared. And so then they all kind of fell apart. There's a heart-wrenching picture of a gorgeous theater in Detroit that is now a parking lot. And it's, but you can still tell like the shell of it is up but they took most of the walls out. And so you, it's like covered parking. But when you look up in the ceiling, it's like this, there's um, frieze work up there and tile work up there. It's just, it's painful. Um, there, it's, so like our pipe organ, there's only like 12, something like 10 or 12 pipe organs that are the original pipe organs that are still in their original building that they're in. And we're one of those 12 in the whole country. There's more than 12 pipe organs that just keep functioning. Let's be clear about that. But but that, that are the 
theater, silent film theater funds that are still in an operative silent theater places, we're one of only 12 left in the whole country. That's some amazing context. And I, I bring it up just to really emphasize the point of how lucky we are as a community to have such a historic asset and one that is functioning as well as it is for an old building. Because like you said, the example of that theater in Detroit is now a parking lot. You know, there's others yeah. that have gone. Well, into you know, you and I account ourseles lucky, but it's not luck that we're here. Um, it's the town that got together. I mean, the, the county, the city government, individuals um, led this effort to raise. And I think the number was like $750,000. I mean, that, that company was really just like, get this goiter off of my neck. And so, uh, but to us, we just didn't want this place to fall apart. And so, um, so yeah, it, it, there's a reason we use the word stewardship a lot, right? I mean, we didn't build this place, but our job is to leave it better than we found it and keep it going for the next generation. I think that's an excellent word. And a lot of hard work, to your point, has been put into what we all now see as yeah. the Mount Baker Theater in 2024. So with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with more of our conversation with John Purdy from the Mount Baker Theater. Twas weeks into the season, the weather quite cold. Mama and I noticed our furnace was old. It clanked and it clattered and it wasn't quite heating. We knew through the years that it took quite a beating. Tis the season for Feller Heating. Give them a call today. They carry trustworthy brands like Daikin to heat your home efficiently and keep your family warm. Feller Heating, designing peace of mind online today at fellerheating.com. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save storewide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before work hustle an after school home? A section of my block, a corner to call my own. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at ymca.org for a better us. CHS Northwest specializes in timely deliveries of warmth, comfort, safety, and savings. CHS Northwest is now delivering propane in your neighborhood. Call today and sign up for a whole new service experience for your propane. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. We are back with John Purdy from the Mount Baker Theater here on the Walk and Report. I'm your host, Dylan Dean Boyle from Visit Bellingham, Whatcom County. Before the break, we were able to learn about John's background and how he got to the theater. We were also able to turn our attention to the rich history of the theater and also an understanding of how we did not get to this point in time by accident with lots of hard work that was done uh, with John using the keyword stewardship, which I, I think was a, is a very important takeaway from that last segment. So now we're gonna turn our attention to talking about the tourism impact of Mount Baker Theater. John, you're able to bring in widely recognized acts. That's ranging from live music to comedy to live theater to everything in between. And as residents of Whatcom County, we are so appreciative of that. And you also see visitors coming from outside of the area to attend those events. Can you talk about the tourism impact of the Mount Baker Theater and what some of those numbers look like? And we can even talk historically what happened during the pandemic and kind of where we are now. Sure. 
uh, yeah, we do spend a lot of time um, doing marketing outside of our local little region. Uh, we see ourselves as serving everything north of Seattle and south of Vancouver. Um, and so um, just in the raw numbers, particularly during the pandemic, we focused on that area a lot because um, people couldn't fly, it was hard to travel. And so they wanted to take a weekend away. It was, you know, let's run to Bellingham for the weekend. So we, um, we track where people buy their tickets from where they live, right? Because we know their zip code typically. Um, so we track things based on zip codes. Um, and so uh, like in our last season, uh, we had almost 10,000 people that came through the doors uh, that live more than 50 miles away um, or in Canada. We consider Canada, um, you know, because crossing the borders is a thing. So um, it's like 10,000 people out of our 74,000 people that came through the doors last year. Um, so it's about 12% um, come from, from outside the community. So we bring in some of those bigger names and, and it's amazing how many people will come up from, from Bellevue, from Renton, um, all along 405 because they're like, oh, it's not that much longer to drive to Seattle. It's easier driving, the food is cheaper, the parking is free. Um, and so I, you know, I was, I've, I've sat next to people that are, oh, we were in Vancouver and we were driving home and we saw the show was on. So we thought, we'd, well, what the hell, we'll stop in Bellingham and have dinner and see a show and we'll go home tomorrow. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm ready to get that retired life myself one day. I'm, I'm not quite there yet. But yeah, we're, we're excited about what um, the future holds. We think that that number will continue to grow in terms of how many people from outside the, the community um, that, that stop by or come here specifically see to see a show or see a show as a part of their trip that they're already making, the, that the plans have already made to come to the, to the county. And John, those are some great numbers that you provided. How does that compare to pre-pandemic levels of what you saw at the theater? Yeah, it's a little more than we had pre-pandemic. Um, it's hard to know because our um, database wasn't as good pre-pandemic, um, but they, they certainly are more now than they were then. So I, based on what I could tell, um, you know, I would say it's probably gone up like 10 or 15 percent um, since that. So what's that like 8,500 instead of 10,000? I mean, it's it's um, so it is a growing area for us. And, and I think there's just a lot of people that, you know, Ballard or wherever it's like, Going to Bellingham was a cool thing to do. I sat next to somebody one time that um, lived down in like Beaverton or somewhere. Um, and they came here to see a show. I think it was Lewis Black. And I'm like, why did you do that? And they said, we looked at the price of the tickets in Lewis Black in Portland. And we saw how much they were up here and they were cheaper up here. And we said, oh, we could take the train up. We could uh, spend the weekend and go see Lewis Black. And, and I'm just sitting there going, so it wasn't really cheaper for you to come get these tickets. But great. I'm so glad you did that. Um, and so I think there's people who do that kind of stuff all the time. It truly is the full experience of traveling to Bellingham and having that rounded out experience that I do think gets visitors to, to come back. Mm -hmm. And the Mount Baker Theater and others play a vital role in providing that experience. It, and it's not just it, it's also people like from Montana. Right. What do you mean you hear from Montana? Oh, yeah, my daughter or my granddaughter is going to be in this dance school's recital this weekend. I'm like, OK, so I mean, it, it's it's all different kinds of people that will come. You'll, you'll run into in the lobby. Absolutely. And John, I know that the arts and culture community has always been an integral part of Bellingham and and Whatcom County. And I know that you have various partnerships with other organizations as well to help put on other events or uh, other types of, uh, of those kind of events. Can you just talk a little bit about those partnerships um, and how those started and some examples? Yeah, I'm glad you asked about that. I might have to amend my answer before about a, a source of pride in my tenure here as the executive director. We really have done a lot of working to reach out um, to other arts organizations in the county, particularly during COVID. We've helped, we were one of the founding members of the Whatcom Art Project, which was all the different nonprofit arts organizations in the whole county. Um, we started meeting together. It was some shared commiseration about how do we make sense of what's going on around us? Um, how do we still do what we do when, particularly when you're running a theater, right? The, our, our job here is to put 1,500 people in a room for a shared experience. And during COVID, what we were told was whatever you do, don't get in a room with other people. And so it was really a challenge for us to find ways to do that through live streaming or other things that we did. 
we've been partnering with the Bellingham Arts Academy for Youth, the Bay. So their senior students come every summer now and do a um, do a performance in our Black Box Theater. Um, so they get kind of professional experience from that because they use our professional stagehands and things to our sound and light technicians. Um, we've been, you know, we've had long experiences working with the, all the local dance schools to come in and put their recitals on. We work with uh, like Squalicum High School will come in and they will do their band, orchestra and choir concert. And obviously the, the Bellingham Symphony Orchestra is our longest resident partnership. I think they've been here since like the, since the beginning, since the 80s. Um, because I think they're older than, than our organization is. I think they formed in the 70s. So uh, we have lots of um, organizations. Nonprofits are able to use our Encore room for free in certain conditions, you know, depending on the day and the time and the availability. But they can, you know, it's rent free. Um, if they need technical help for stuff, we have to charge for labor and things. But we do a lot of stuff to try to partner with other arts organizations in town. And John, Lastly, I, I do know that there was a new event this fall, Bellingham Exit, which was a partnership with multiple venues in town. Um, can you just talk a little bit about the impact of that, how that went, and kind of what you saw from those outside of the area coming in for that multi-day music festival? Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that holds a lot of potential for growth um, uh, over the over the years. It was a, it's its first year this year. Um, there was a group that came in and and they I think they had five events in four days on our stage alone, plus the stuff they were doing at at basically every other venue in town and either places that aren't really venues like record stores and restaurants and spaces. So they had a lot of free concert options. Um, as well as stuff they did here and Wild Buffalo and Shakedown and the Blue Note. I mean, they just had stuff going everywhere. Um, and so I don't remember the number off the top of my head of how many people came in from that. Um, but what I what I do remember was like the percent of the people who were attending um, that were from more than 50 miles away was higher than our average. I just I don't remember what the number was. Honestly, I can't remember. But it was it's um, it's really exciting about um, the potential for that event into the future. And I know they're thinking about doing that again this coming fall. I just don't know the specific dates. Wonderful. Well, we'll definitely keep posted on that uh, because it was a very, a very unique event for Bellingham mm -hmm. and Whatcom County. Mm -hmm. Stick so stick around. We will be right back with more from John Purdy from the Mount Baker Theater here on the Whatcom. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-283-5948. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-283-5948 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-283-5948 to see if you qualify. That's 800-283-5948. This week with PNW Perks, you can enjoy Bellingham Cider Company for half the price. You might know them for the delicious variety of cider flavors, like their Tips Up Cranberry with Spruce Tip Cider collaboration with Mount Baker Ski Area and other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be amazed by their menu, proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, guajillo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef or how about Cascadia Mushroom Risotto? You'll be amazed at the variety, selection, and flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy-free options. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at bellinghamcider.com. This Thursday at 8 a.m., get a $50 gift certificate to Bellingham Cider Company for just $25, only at pnwperks.com. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGM Traffic Alerts. 
We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. KGMI has been the voice of our community for over 90 years, presenting the news and information that matters here while also offering you the chance to have your voice heard. And that commitment continues. Start your day with the KGMI Morning News with Deanna Harrelock from 6 to 9. And don't miss your chance to voice your opinion on the news of the day with Joe Tian on KGMI Connects each weekday at 4. KGMI is your news talk station. Hi, Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, here to talk to you about health insurance. Are you looking at retiring soon? Or maybe a change in your employment left you without coverage? Whether it is a plan to go with your Medicare or individual health insurance you need, find out how working with a licensed insurance agent at Guided Solutions can help you navigate the plans available in your area and help you make the right choice for you and your family. Learn more today by calling us at 866 733 5111. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Thanks for joining us on the Whatcom Report. The Whatcom Report is a program of the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce in partnership with KGMI News Talk. We are once again joined by John Purdy from the Mount Baker Theater. John has provided some great insights so far into the rich history of the theater and the impact that the theater has on visitors to our area. John, we're really early in the new year, so let's talk about plans for 2024. Is there one thing in particular you are really looking forward to in the new year? Uh, well, absolutely. Um, I'm really excited about some of the some of the Broadway shows that we're hoping to book into our our next season. It'll be this fall. Um, we have a couple of different offers out right now, um, and uh, that that's kind of the last piece of the puzzle to fit into our programmatic programmatic season. Um, you know, those those Broadway shows they're like little mini cities. There are three or four semi trucks worth of gear and stuff and costumes, um, a bus or two buses full of staff, uh, you know, the actors, the singers, all this stuff. So they were, the pandemic really just brought all that to a, literally a screeching halt. And so um, Broadway itself is open again, that's all good. Um, and the Broadway tours that will park for multiple weeks. So like the stuff you see at the Paramount, those, those came back this year. Um, and next year, we're hoping that those places that will do some one or two night stands because um, a lot of the shows won't really do that. And so we have to really work um, and they have to knit together a route, right? I mean, they, they don't just fly out and do our show and fly home. They, they, they have to make a whole route go. And so um, we partner with other venues in Tacoma and Port Angeles and Portland and Yakima to try to put us route together. It's like, if you can get up to the corner, we'll, we'll make it happen for you. Um, so I'm really excited about some shows, but I just, I can't announce those yet. Um, but I'm really excited about some stuff that's coming down the pike. It's always amazing to me, the amount of logistics that go in to putting together a performance. And my hat is off to you and your team, because I know it's a big team effort. Dude, when, when I came in here, I had been working at, the, well, I was working full-time at Mount, at Western um, in that, in the, in the college student housing office. I was, uh, and I was the president of the board over at the Mount Baker Theater, at the, at the Bellingham Theater Guild, and I was co-chair of their capital campaign. Um, and so, you know, it's all volunteer there at the, at the Theater Guild. And I came in here and there was like 14 full-time staff and like all these part-time staff. And I'm like, what do these people do all day? I mean, what do they do all day? And that's because I had no idea what they did all day. 
um, because, you know, if all you come is to the five symphony shows a year, you don't know the other 107 things we do all year. And so it, it just, it's an amazing amount of logistics. <laughs> you are correct. It's an amazing, amazingly complex organization um, for, what it, for what it takes to do. Yeah, it's true. Well, we greatly appreciate all of your efforts. And when you do have new announcements, where is the best place to find that information? Yeah, good of you to ask. So the best source is to go to mountbakertheater.com and you spell theater with an R-E at the end instead of E-R. So it's Mount Baker Theater. You have to spell it out, M-O-U-N-T. So if you just Google online and you look for like uh, Chris Morgan Bellingham, the first thing that pops up is often a ticket reseller, StubHub or one of those other places. And it, they always upcharge on those tickets. And so then um, it's people call to complain about that and it's just crazy. You just, you just, the best place to go is to mountbakertheater.com. You can also call our box office. We're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 2. Um, and um, you can email us or whatever. But the best place, you can go right online, buy tickets right online. And, and it's, it's a pretty slick system to use. So that's always the best place to go. Great. And speaking of shows, it's winter time, which is a great time to enjoy some live shows or events at the Mount Baker Theater. Can you talk about some of the upcoming events this winter? Well, I don't know how much time I have left this morning to work with you, but uh, yes, I can. But the thing I would say is, um, you know, we have we have Rodney Carrington coming in pretty soon. We have Penn and Teller coming in soon. We have the Share Show coming in pretty soon. But the one that I'm the most personally interested in that I'm, I'm kind of geeked out about is uh, a show called Broadway's Next Hit Musical. Um, it's kind of an improv comedy show. It's in the Black Box Theater, the Harold and Irene Walton Theater, and so um, it's 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 formatted like a um, like it's an awards show. The crowd participates in generating ideas for these songs. The they they will make up songs on the spot. The crowd votes on which songs they like. Then they have intermission. Then they come back and then they perform those songs as the Broadway musical that just won all these awards that they did in the first half hour. And so, um, you know, I just, I just love that kind of stuff, right? I mean, it, it's, it's spontaneous, um, it's comedy. You know, life is hard. There's a lot of pain right now in our world. And one of the things that the Mount Baker Theater can do, the reason it is built the way it's built, it's meant to look exotic. It's meant to take you out of your everyday world um, and just take a little break from life and come in and enjoy a show. So um, Broadway's next hit musical, which is in February, um, is a is a show that I'm particularly interested in, but you can go to the list and you can see there's like 30 shows still coming in the next six months. I mean, there's plenty of good stuff to see. That's wonderful. Well, certainly looking forward to that, John. This has been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to join us on the Walker Report. It's a great way to start my morning. Thanks. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Walker Report. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. Your local go-to job board is packed with opportunity. HireMeWa.com has local job listings right now. HireMeWa.com, powered by this radio station and Elements Hospitality in Linden. Elements Hospitality is a national contractor focused on hotel and resort renovations with immediate openings for experienced project managers. Head to HireMeWa.com now for details on these and a host of other quality jobs in the Pacific Northwest. Job openings posted for free. HireMeWa.com, a service of Cascade Radio Group and powered by Elements Hospitality Linden. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. 
depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. Welcome back to the second half of the Walkham Report this morning. I'm your host, Dylan Dean Boyle from Visit Bellingham, Walkham County. Our next guest is a colleague of mine from Visit Bellingham, Walkham County, Justine Malahan. Welcome to the show, Justine. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. It's our pleasure. We're going to talk today about upcoming events in Whatcom County and where to find additional information on those events. But first, it would be great to have listeners get to know you a little bit. Can you set the stage for us? Yeah, sure. I am the social media coordinator for Visit Bellingham. So I manage our social media accounts and also oversee the event calendar on our website, bellingham.org. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest. Our account is Bellingham Experience on all of these platforms. And our event calendar can be found at bellingham.org backslash events. And I also just wanted to say that I've been going to events around Whatcom County for my entire life. I've always enjoyed keeping up with what's new and encouraging others to support these local events. So I'm just honestly thrilled to be given the opportunity to have a job where I can talk about and support local events. And at the same time, hopefully make others like all of you out there just as excited about upcoming events, activities, and other things that are going on. Supporting where we live is what it's all about. That's great, Justine. That uh, rings so true. Is there anything new coming up soon that people should know about? Actually, yes. Uh, Just next weekend, actually. So the Fire and Story Festival is a completely new event that will be happening around the downtown waterfront in Bellingham. That will run for three nights, January 18th through the 20th from 5 to 8 p.m. Um, Since this event will be new to all of us, and we don't really know exactly what to expect, I did some research to try to help us all get prepared. So this will be a, quote, gathering of folk, light, and lore, and its purpose is to bring together various performers who will be performing around different sculpturally designed fire pits. Based on the event map, it looks like three fire pits will be set up between Chestnut Street and Granary Avenue in downtown Bellingham. And different performers will be, will be featured at each fire pit over three nights. It looks like each of these areas will have different themes and names. So like stages at a music festival, all kinds of musicians, poets, dancers, and storytellers are part of the lineup. A community sing-along was also on the lineup. So that sounds fun. <laughs> so making it all even better is the event is free and family friendly. So I just think this all sounds like a very interesting and exciting new addition to the vibrant Bellingham event scene. It's all about embracing winter and making light during these days when we all know the sun sets before or around 5 p.m. And the Pacific Northwest is always known for rainy and cloudy days. And I really like to see a growing movement of embracing these days we have with less light and many would say gloomy. So instead of dreading them, and this mindset has kind of put me in better spirits this year, so more than others in the past. the last thing about this I'll just say is that uh, Paper Whale is producing Fire and Story. So that's the same group that created the Noisy Waters Mural Festival that was held over the summer. And the other thing, sorry, <laughs> um, is I'm sure other people are probably wondering this, like I was, is that I double checked and they it does say that they'll be prepared for our classic Pacific Northwest weather. So rain or shine, this event will go on. It's kind of really, I guess, the point of the event, event is to embrace the weather. So they're encouraging coats, umbrellas, things to stay warm. And I can't really quite, you know, think of an event like this that has happened before in Bellingham. So it's exciting to see something new. I very much appreciate that approach. And I do think it's unique to have an outdoor festival during this time of year. Absolutely. And we do obviously have indoor events going on this time of year as well. So what is going on 
in that area? Uh, there actually are quite a number of local theater productions with shows just in this month in January. There's And it kind of continues into February as well. So the Bellingham Theater Guild will be performing the play Twilight Bowl. That's Thursday through Sunday, starting January 26th and ending on February 11th. Um, for those not aware, I just did a couple of factoids about the Bellingham Theater Guild. So they are a nonprofit volunteer organization that has been producing theater in Bellingham since 1929, which I did not know. And they have performed over 700 productions. And they've also been in their current theater since 1944. Another theater organization that our guest from the Not Bigger Theater brought up was the Bellingham Arts Academy for Youth. So they're also known as Bay. Um, they have several different plays being performed in January and into February. And just to give some more information about Bay, um, since 2006, this organization has been working to make children's lives better through arts education. They work specifically with youths ages five to 17 and serve approximately 2,000 children annually throughout Whatcom County. They even provide over $30,000 a year in annual scholarship assistance. One of their productions is running January 19th, 20th, and 21st with their senior students ages 13 to 17. They'll be performing Almost Maine, which sounds like a super charming winter themed story, perfect for the season. And then on January 26th through the 28th, and again, February 2nd through 4th, their senior students will be performing a musical version of the classic, The Addams Family. So by attending their productions, the extra bonus is you are supporting local arts education. That's great. And Justine, you just touched on musical theater. Is there anything else that people who like music or live music would enjoy? Yeah, sure. Um, also, what came up with the Mount Baker Theater conversation was the Bellingham Symphony Orchestra, which will be at the theater on January 28th at 3 p.m. Every piece on this program is written by a woman from the Baroque and early classical periods. They will be performing Mariana Martinez's Symphony in C Major, which something I found very interesting is that it is the first known symphony written by a female composer. And then into February on the 4th, the Bellingham Chamber Music Society will perform in the Hotel Leo Crystal Ballroom from 3 to 5 p.m. The society began in 2013 with the goal of giving an opportunity to professional chamber musicians to share their music with Bellingham audiences. And yeah, if you just like seeing music in general, so many local spots feature live music on a regular basis including Stone's Throw Brewing in Fairhaven. They have a consistent schedule of performers on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. You can also check out The Shakedown, The Blue Room, Corner Tap House, The Wild Buffalo, just to name some of the options. That's great, Justine. And I know that we're still in early January, but it's never too early to start talking about planning for Valentine's Day. It might seem far away, but our next episode isn't until after that holiday. So what is going on that people can do to celebrate and more importantly, to plan to have a great celebration? Sure. Uh, so Valentine's Day and chocolate go hand in hand, I think for a lot of people. So Fairhaven Village has the right idea by hosting a chocolate walk. This will be the third year and it is going to be Feb on February 10th. From 1 to 5 p.m., you can explore various businesses, hosting stops, and collect 17 unique chocolates. Tickets went on sale Friday, January 12th. This sold out last year. And since we recorded this a little early, it could be sold out again right now. If you're hearing this and really want to go for your sake, I hope it's not quite yet sold out. But I would consider acting fast on getting those tickets. And also... Similarly, uh, walking around local businesses to explore and try new things and also happening very close to Valentine's Day is the Spirits and Cider Stroll in downtown Bellingham. This will be February 8th and tickets also just went on sale for that. You can spend a night exploring downtown while trying out local and regional ciders and spirits. There will be seven tasting rooms around downtown Bellingham. And the Downtown Bellingham Partnership that produces this event also noted that the tasting locations will be in businesses and buildings with interesting history and experiences for people to enjoy. So that sounds intriguing. And general admission includes 10 tasting tickets and appetizers. And while this isn't really an event, um, another option for sweets, chocolate necessities is always a great stop for 
treats around Valentine's Day. That's such great information. Thanks, Justine. We will be back after the break talking more about things to do this winter season. Thinking about buying the most reliable, safest, and most adventurous Outback ever? Check out all the 2024 Subaru Outbacks at Dewey Griffin with financing as low as 1.9% on all these Outbacks. Limited, Touring, Wilderness, Limited XT, and Touring XT trim models. See Dewey for all the details. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our community. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. This holiday season, Brown & Brown of Linden's 12th Annual Turkey Drive distributed 288 turkeys to Whatcom County families in need. The more than 3,700 pounds of turkey were distributed by Bellingham Food Bank and Linden-based Project Hope Food Bank. The turkeys were purchased with $2,000 from Brown & Brown Insurance, almost $1,700 from Brown & Brown team members who held a bake sale and luncheons, and more than $3,800 from community members and businesses. This is the 12th year for the annual Turkey Drive, and thanks again to Brown and & Brown and everyone who donated. The Upside is brought to you by R.B. Wick and Bellingham Coin Shop. Stop by today for a free coin or antique evaluation. 1806 Cornwall, one block south of Bellingham High School, or at bellinghamcoinshop.com. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at cascaderadiogroup.com. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. Hey, I, I want to uh, agree with the uh, with what Michelle said as far as you uh, listening very good to everybody and being open to every conversation, which is, I think, why so many people call. Join us each weekday at 4 p.m. for KGMI Connects. God bless you, Joe, for what you're doing, and, and we're glad to have you out there. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. We are wrapping things up for this week's episode of The Walk Report, but we still have plenty to talk about with Justine Malahan from Visit Bellingham, Washington. Justine, before the break, we talked about all of the various events going on this winter in Bellingham and Washington. There really is a lot to do this season. Are there other things that you want to add or touch on? Yeah, sure. Uh, Whatcom Reads is kicking off their event series this month, and that continues into February and March as well. The book they're featuring this year is Red Paint, the Ancestral Autobiography of a Post-Salish Punk. This is a county-wide program that started in 2009 and encourages everyone to read and discuss the same book. I love the idea of a book club. So this is a really cool thing that our area continues to do, which I think is great. And there is a wide range of community programs and conversations that explore and connect to the themes in their book selection. On dates through this month, they are featuring book discussions, art classes, presentations, and more. And I also wanted to say we've talked a lot about the arts, but another thing, since we haven't talked about too much um, outdoor recreation opportunities, I also wanted to pass on an announcement to Ski to Sea and Mount Baker Hill Climb enthusiasts. Anyone looking forward to May and September when these events happen should know that registration is now open for these iconic Whatcom County competitions. So you should go ahead and sign up. And I also wanted to point out that we've talked a lot about events happening in Bellingham this time. Um, but as our shows goes on in 2024, we will be featuring events and activities from all around Whatcom County. Those are some excellent additions, Justine. And since it is winter and we're continuing to talk about that, um, do you have some favorite things that you like to do in the winter? Yeah, I love movies. So you're more likely to find me at the Pickford in downtown Bellingham more than any other spot. Um, I also think like Padden or the Hertz Trail on Lake Whatcom are always great any season of the year. Um, I love going to live music around Bellingham, meeting friends for dinner, uh, checking out books at the library, or perusing Henderson books and uh, Village books. And I also really love going to take photos out at Hovander Park in Ferndale. Justine, you've given us so many 
great recommendations for things to do and experiences to have this winter. Um, I know we went through a lot. So you, can you tell our listeners where they can find this additional information um, about how to have these great experiences in our area? Yeah. So like I said, I'm our social media coordinator. So remember, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest. Search for Bellingham Experience on all these platforms. We post about local itineraries. We create fun and informative videos about things going on around town. We also post about local parks and encourage responsible recreation. If you want to keep up with what's happening locally and see fun videos and photos, definitely give us a follow. Every other month, we also host a photo contest. So visitors and locals submit photos through our website of their experiences around Bellingham and Whatcom County. Then voting happens on our Facebook page. Our followers are always really excited to see the photos and vote. We also encourage people to tag us at Bellingham Experience and use hashtag Bellingham Experience on social media when they post. We also share as many of these posts as we can on our platforms, but this is a separate um, thing from the photo contest. And everything I talked about today, you can find on our event calendar at bellingham.org backslash events. Everything I talked about, like I said, is there and you'll find even more information. So pop on over and find out even more details, links to buy tickets and discover even more upcoming events for this month and beyond. And I also wanted to note if you are a local organization or business that hosts visitor friendly events and would like to add to our calendar, you can also find information on how to submit your own event on the event calendar page of our website. Justine, we thank you so much for your time today on the Walk-In Report. You are always uh, so full of information and excitement about our area. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. And that just about wraps us up this week on the Walk-In Report. I want to thank both our guests, John Purdy from the Mount Baker Theater and Justine Malahan from Visit Bellingham, Whatcom County. Today, we talked at length with John Purdy about the rich history of the Mount Baker Theater, all of the work that is done to not only keep up that historic property, but to bring in well-recognized acts that allow both our community and our visitors to enjoy them. John also talked about some upcoming shows, so make sure that you visit their website at mountbakertheater.com for more details. Justine and I had a great conversation about ways to have great experiences during our winter months, both indoors and outdoors. So make sure to follow, visit Bellingham, Whatcom County on the social channels that Justine just mentioned as well as you can always find the information on the website at bellingham.org. Thanks for tuning in to the first Whatcom Report of 2024. I am your host, Dylan Dean Boyle, and we'll see you next week.